0: Welcome to Taking Notes with NextGen Venture Partners, where we have interesting conversations with entrepreneurs and innovators in the NextGen investing ecosystem. I'm your host, Dan Mindis. We hope you enjoy the discussion. My guest today is Roman Pidan, founder and CEO of Casa. NextGen is a proud investor in Casa, which is similar to Airbnb, except that they place a layer of reliability on their network of apartments by ensuring consistent cleaning, internet, check-in and check-out, among other items. Roman and I talk about the present and future of the short-term housing market, the value of his offering for both housing owner and guest, and his vision for a future where itinerant living is much more accessible. I hope you enjoy the conversation. Roman, thanks so much for joining me today. Dan, thank you very
1: much for having me. It's an honor, yeah. Tell us about CASA. Give us the overview. Yeah, so what we're building is a global accommodation brand. We're looking to make travel and living more affordable, more available, more trustworthy. Uh, We do that by partnering with institutional owners of apartments or hotels, uh, either uh, large or small, and converting vacancy in those buildings into cash flow for the ownership. So we take vacant units, we furnish them, we sell them to guests visiting for anywhere between a few nights and a few months. Um, And then on the guest side, if you're traveling, Think of us as the best of an Airbnb in a hotel. You get a nice unit that's uh, well-appointed at a great price and a nice location uh, that you expect from Airbnb, but the reliability also of hotels. We're live in 35 cities across the nation uh, and serve about 100,000 guests a year, growing uh, at a 2 to 3x multiple every year.
0: So I think you touched on your long-term vision in that answer about sort of making Travel more accessible, but connect the dots for us if you don't mind between hey, we're kind of Airbnb but more reliable at least from the consumer perspective or the traveler perspective. To it sounds like you're looking to shift how people move around the world.
1: Yeah, so long term we think that uh, flexibility will rule the day, and uh, folks will want to feel at home anywhere that they uh, that that they are and have uh, not necessarily ha- rec- need to have one point uh, of home. So we think about that as a flexible living brand that we're ultimately uh, creating where anywhere there's a CASA, if you're a CASA member, you can uh, stay in that location and uh, live in it. And it is personalized uh, to your liking. Uh, that is That will take us a number of years to get to. In the short run, we're offering... Uh, locations across a number of cities in the United States that help you feel at home, but with a sense of reliability that you don't always get with a, uh, with a, with a heterogeneous set of posts on Airbnb. Uh, so that long-term vision, I, I'm glad you talked about it because it fires us up every day, but it'll take a concerted effort to expand our inventory over a long period of time to be able to really offer that home anywhere for folks.
0: Well, let's stay with that long-term vision for a second, and then we'll come back to the present. Who's the kind of person that you think will use CASA as their home in the future, as opposed to potentially what we normally people would consider the sort of standard arrangement?
1: So today, I'm sitting in a CASA while we're speaking. And over the next few months, I'll be traveling to different cities where we have CASAs and staying in them as I travel. Uh, so already I'm, I'm living that, that experience. Uh, we have guests today who stay with us anywhere from a few weeks to a few months and who repeatedly uh, stay uh, with CASA locations across the cities where we have CASAs. And then we also have uh, folks who stay with us for business and guests who stay with us on a family trip once in a while but don't make CASA the repeat destination. The kinds of travelers who stay with us repeatedly as a source of home are actually more prevalent amid the pandemic where uh, people who've lived traditionally in one uh, place in, the, in a major city in the U.S. are looking for a little bit more adventure where their work has become more uh, forgiving to a remote, uh, remote situation um, and are looking to, uh, to experience more of the world. While being able to feel productive and have a sense of place wherever they go, so typically it's uh, digs, a dual income, no kids, uh, and millennial travelers who are single who are who are doing it. But increasingly, and that's in the today's world, those are the kinds of people who are spending time uh, in casas across the country repeatedly. Uh, in the future, we expect families uh, to embrace a more uh, a more mobile culture and, and life uh, where it brings them the benefit of flexibility, uh, the, the benefit of adventure, and the benefit of, um, of, of experiencing the world more as one whole rather than a tiny fraction of it. So that that's the future customer. Today, it's more the uh, couple that's looking for a new experience across the country and an individual uh, who is untethered uh, by their place of work amid COVID-19 and is able to use that freedom to, uh, to explore and learn about the world.
0: Well, I'll share a little bit about a personal vision that my wife and I have. So we are neither dual income, no kids, nor millennials, but we do have this idea that when the kids are out of the house, which is a little over a decade away, we will live exactly the lifestyle that you just described of hopping around from location to location. And so Maybe there's the kids out of the house couple that could be part of your demographic at some point in the future. Now, of course, we are investors in CASA. That personal view of what life should look like in a decade had nothing to do with our investment, but maybe you can be the housing solution for us.
1: We would be delighted to make that version of your, uh, your, your future a reality. Um, I will say that we don't expect that customer type to be the dominant Or the majority of the guests at Casa, we expect that the network of locations that Casa is growing over time to make that a possibility, and perhaps five to twenty percent of our uh, customers to stay with us as their permanent home. But we we absolutely will always need the transient traveler who makes up will make up the majority of our stays to make the economics work across the board. So we'd love for for to make that dream come true for your family, and also for many families that I imagine are. Yearning for more of a uh, adventuresome life after after their kids grow up,
0: we'll put it on the calendar for when my youngest goes to college. Let's come back closer to the present. You talked about how Casa is similar to Airbnb, but with greater reliability for the guest. Talk about that
1: reliability. How do you achieve it? So when we say reliability, we mean an easy arrival experience, a clean place to stay, a quiet, restful. Night sleep, uh, excellent Wi-Fi, and fast communications from our team that answer the questions uh, that come up to- throughout your stay. And each one of those is a dedicated focus area for our, for our team. We're very different from a typical hotel in that in a typical hotel, there are 300 rooms in one spot and a full staff that intimately knows the location that you're in uh, and is able to on site answer your questions. Our staff is not on site. We kind of think of ourselves as we, your, the, our hospitality is felt, but not seen. Um, and we answer your questions via text or email and make sure that everything is seamless without having a heavy presence at the property. What that allows us to do for the customer is lower our prices by a dramatic amount relative to other alternatives. Um, And in a central way, ensure that each part of the stay that we need to deliver reliability on, where we're solving for once and then applying it throughout every location in our network. Um, And and the the, the ways we do that are different for uh, the uh, part of the stay that we're solving for. So For Arrival, we've built a dedicated Arrival uh, app that guides you from your car to the door of your unit in under five minutes and allows you to enter uh, using a smart lock with a secure code that's unique to you that only works throughout your stay. For cleaning, we have our housekeeping teams across the country go through step-by-step processes uh, where where they go through the same set of procedures across every CASA, regardless of the location, take photos before and after and have us um, make sure that the cleanings are up to the high standards that we know our guests hold us to account on for communications we create uh, a we, we have a communication system that allows us to deliver high quality answers quickly by giving our customer service team access to the, uh, the answers in a very easy to access fashion so imagine you're a customer service. Uh, professionals delivering hospitality for CASA across our 35 cities, but you're not actually local to any of those, you need to have access to how the thermostat works uh, really easily at hand in order to deliver that answer to the the guests. So on the back end, we build systems that centrally allow us to deliver reliable experiences regardless of where uh, folks stay with us. Um, And then For the guests, that means a reliable experience, but as importantly, a very well priced experience, so that we can make uh, we can make casa more available across the country at prices that allow people to use it.
0: So you talked about being across the country, eventually across the world. You mentioned thirty five cities. How is the regulatory environment affecting you? And here I mostly think about regulations, like in New York City, I think famously, but others as well that are restricting Airbnb, making it harder for Owners to
1: rent out their homes on a regular basis. You know, it's it's an excellent question. It's an evolving question, we uh, we want to work hand in hand with local municipalities to uh, make sure that we are uh, good community members and um, and 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 make and and delivering something of value to the municipalities that we are in. The reason I say the municipalities that we are in is ultimately this is a hyper local. Decided uh, question. Each of the forty thousand cities for the mo- in the United States for the most part have a different set of rules that we uh, need to adhere to. Uh, the thing that encourages me across the board is that we fundamentally believe CASA is delivering value to the cities, and cities increasingly are agreeing with us. Uh, the value that we're delivering, one, uh, is uh, tax revenue uh, for for cities that without CASA would have. Uh, a significant amount less in occupancy taxes than uh, with with CASA, especially amid the pandemic, where local uh, budgets have seen a massive uh, uh, a, a massive uh, dislocation because of commercial businesses closing and uh, rap- with rapid speed and, and need for funding for uh, for folks whose businesses have closed. Uh, CASA can help bridge. CASA has seen been seen as a a, a, a way to bridge the gap and increased revenue during this time. And then on the housing side, one criticism of, uh, of Airbnb or uh, CASA-like businesses is that there is a potential that it takes up housing supply when uh, prices are extremely high in locations that might be unaffordable. Amid the pandemic, I think one, one positive thing that has happened is that the prices for housing have dropped uh, dramatically in major cities where this has been a large problem. Um, and two, we've seen in locations where casa the CASA model is allowed that allowing the CASA model actually in the medium run increases the amount of housing availability because it increases the liquidity of the housing stock. Um, and so developers where CASA is allowed to, uh, to operate are more willing to take the risk of building a new apartment building that otherwise wouldn't exist if CASA didn't give them the confidence that they'd be able to generate some income in that property. So counterintuitively, by taking 5 10% of a building, we increase the number of buildings that are likely to exist in the in those locations. And that's proven out empirically over and over again in cities that allow uh, CASAs to exist. So the hardest, uh, the, ha- the hardest to operate in cities are cities that actually have uh, the fewest number of units as a percentage of stock uh, constructed. And the easier it is for CASA to operate, the more units are built. And ultimately, the housing crisis is solved by building more. So what we've seen is municipalities increasingly welcome CASA as a source of revenue and uh, and increasingly see municipalities look at the data and realize that having uh, a small percentage of the housing stock being... Allocate it to a use like casa increases the chances that the housing stock over time grows, which ultimately uh, decreases the cost of housing for uh, for folks there. Lovely.
0: In your answer, you talked about giving landlords some confidence about that being able to lease out or occupy some number of their units. And earlier on, you talked about taking over vacant units. Why are they vacant? Why are they available? Is it because you're talking about Cities on the decline. You know, I'm talking to you from Washington D.C. You you live in New York, and you know everything gets snapped
1: up immediately, as far as I can tell. I'm sitting right now in uh, in the Bay Area, and and in New York City and Washington D.C. The picture has been very similar the last nine months. There's been a precipitous increase in vacancy rates, a really large drop in rents, and that's coincident with a flight outside of major urban areas. That COVID nineteen has uh, catalyzed. It's unclear if that's a long term trend or one that is uh, is likely to reverse uh, post COVID nineteen. But we're we're certainly uh, we're certainly seeing um, vacancies that we've never seen before. And the old uh, the old mantra that rent can only go up in New York City and vacancy is always at near zero has not been true at least today. But even in normal non-COVID-19 times, a typical apartment building has anywhere between 2 and 10% vacancy uh, and sometimes in excess of 10% vacancy. And so we are taking those units that, and the reason for that vacancy is because uh, folks uh, don't always renew their leases. And so there's a period of time between the renewal of the lease and uh, the lease, uh, a new person moving in that makes the units stay vacant. CASA helps owners bridge the gap during those, uh, during those periods and to make sure that buildings that have some amount of vacancy at any time are more, are more full. And so at the end of the day, uh, for a city and a community and a society, it's better to have units that are u- better utilized rather than ones that are sitting vacant uh, for long periods of time.
0: So you've been kind enough to mention COVID a couple of times without forcing me to bring it up. It is course on everyone's mind every business but in particular hospitality so how have the last seven months gone for you in the wake of this pandemic
1: yeah it's been building a business as I'm I'm sure entrepreneurs who are listening can relate to is uh, is is never easy and and brings it's a, a diverse set of challenges uh nearly daily um building a business amid COVID-19 in a sector uh, that is in the eye of the storm of COVID-19, uh, being hospitality and travel, has made for some of the most intense periods of my life. Uh, so we, and, and for our team as well, has been, bo- has been a, a period of unmatched intensity. Um, back in, if we, if we rewind to, to March uh, 2020, as we we're preparing to understand what COVID would mean for us, Uh, we started to see uh, indications that it could be one of the scariest times. We saw our occupancy drop from 75% down to 60% to uh, 50% to 45%. We weren't sure where the bottom was going to be. We had a debt term sheet uh, that was pulled at the last minute um, uh, from us that represented significant capital. Uh, we were considering furloughing a part of our team because our occupancy was lower than uh, what the staff load that we had required um, and so we were sitting in March, not knowing what the future would hold, but realizing it could be an immensely scary time um, and I personally was scared at, 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 at as as someone who uh represented to people who joined uh, Casa. Uh, that this was a place that it was worthwhile to take a risk uh, on your career to to join, um, and as part and 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 also because this is our collective dream uh, to build uh, a, a business that uh, we think can have a great impact and great value in the world, um, we were extremely uh, positively uh, delighted after uh, those initially intense and scary uh, 60, 60 days. Uh, I would say by May, we started to see our occupancy, uh, increase dramatically. It hasn't been below 70%, uh, since, since then we saw our revenue double hotel revenue, um, as on the same, same unit. So a CASA unit was doubling revenue production for a hotel. We saw our units under management, uh, skyrocket, um, and increased by 50% since pre-COVID when the industry had declined by 50%. And our revenue at the company increased by 100% year over year uh, as of last month. Um, and so we have been immensely uh, excited by the momentum that uh, that a very difficult event has led, uh, led us to, to experience. I think part of the reason that those... Uh, data points have borne out is because of bets that we made uh, pre COVID 19 that started to become true. Uh, so we made the bet that we should partner with owners on a service agreement or a management agreement uh, basis versus a master lease. And that less risky agreement form uh, for both owner and for us has led us to be more resilient and owners to be more resilient amid the pandemic. We made the bet that being in smaller cities. And being in less, in less dense locations and focusing on lowering the price for, for guests would mean higher occupancies uh, and would mean a more resilient business in a recession. We didn't think COVID-19. We thought, what would that mean in a recession? And that's been true. Travelers, when they travel, are looking for less dense areas to stay and are also looking for lower prices while maintaining a sense of trust. Um, and we are also, from the very early days, uh, more COVID-specific, focused on contactless check-in and making sure that you didn't need to have a person exchange the key with you and then guide you to your room. And that instead, that was uh, done by uh, by, by a, a web app that Casa has developed. Um, and that has been more important than ever amid uh, COVID-19. We did it because it helps lower the price for guests and increases the quality of the experience. Uh, but it so happens that amid a pandemic where folks are really worried about um, about hygiene and, and and germs that this is also a better approach for for them, so we've seen uh, it's been a really intense time to to answer your question. Uh, we uh, went into it with a lot of uncertainty a healthy dose of uh, of worry and fear we've come through it uh, to date uh, with a lot of momentum and we're excited uh, for that momentum to be um, uh, to, to culminate in, in, a, in a, a successful Series B fundraise that uh, we were honored to have you participate in. Um, and more than anything else, we're excited for what it means going forward uh, as the type of hospitality that we think will be needed in the future is directly related to the kind of hospitality that is, it is our mission to deliver to the world.
0: Roman, thanks so much for joining me today again. I really appreciate
1: the time.
0: Thanks for listening to Taking Notes with NextGen Venture Partners. We hope you enjoyed the discussion. To learn more about us or to hear all of our past podcasts, please go to nextgenvp.com. And now for some important disclaimers. The information contained in this podcast is for informational purposes only and is not an offer to sell or a solicitation of an offer to purchase any securities. Past performance is not indicative of future results. Any performance or projections contained herein may be significantly affected by future events. Any opinions, assumptions, assessments, statements, or the like regarding future events, or which are forward-looking, constitute only subjective views and beliefs, should not be relied on and are subject to change due to a variety of factors, including fluctuating market conditions and economic factors."